Hello and welcome to Women of Influence Podcast. Hi, I'm Jay Land with the Jay Group Real Estate Team. The great American Speak Off. One of my favorites. Welcome to another Women of Influence podcast. I'm your lovely host, Jalen Manser, and today we have Maritza Garcia from Florida. Welcome, Maritza. Hello. Thank you for having me. Thanks for coming. Appreciate you being here. So Maritza is a, basically, let's call her a business coach. She helps people with their branding, their business development, especially those in the underserved communities. Maritza, can you tell us about what you do? Yeah, so um, I started my own business right in the midst of COVID, like a lot of us, right? I had to have a shift. Uh, started from scratch and it was very, very difficult. So one of the things that I've been doing now is focusing on helping entrepreneurs grow their business. So I spent a lot of money on development, personal development, as well as business development. So um, I now just want to pay that forward. Uh, as you said, in the underrepresented communities, specifically the Hispanic and the women communities. That's awesome. And I know that you just developed or just started a company called the, um, the Empire. What was it called? I'm sorry. The Empire Academy. Yes. Empire Academy. Can you tell us a little bit about what that's all about? Um, so it's very new, actually. So it's constantly evolving, but it's exactly that. It's uh, just sharing that information that I had to pay a lot of money and go to like, you know, different places and we've just kind of taken that and curated into one package you don't have to go to a, a bunch of different places you can come to us uh, i became a certified business coach for um to li i licensed grant cardone's content that's probably one of the things that excelled me the most so we've packaged that as long as as well as a bunch of other different pieces into one package and we are teaching that right now specifically we've got a lot of realtors um, or people in that space, uh, lenders, some mortgage brokers, some escrow officers, kind of coming in and absorbing that information. Awesome. Yeah, I did see the X in the background. I was going to ask you, I know you're really big into Grant Cardone's 10X. Yes. What, what is one of your favorite books by him? Um, so actually, I, uh, you know, I love the 10X rule, but the first one that really got me was uh, Be Obsessor, Be Average. So I talk about that a lot. Um, I found that book at a time where I was kind of, um, I was struggling, I would say. You know, I, I felt like I had checked all the boxes. I had the house, I had the job, I had... And I still really felt unfulfilled and felt maybe a little greedy for wanting more. And um, I really ultimately found that one, I was missing a purpose. And two, that I wasn't 
I wasn't greedy. Like that, that's what you should want is more, right? Is it kind of flipped the script and saying, if you don't want more, then you're, you're, you're in the wrong, right? If you don't expect more out of life, if you're not wanting to grow and flourish and want more things, then actually that's the wrong way to go. So it gave me, what I always say is it gave me permission to want more. It gave me permission to pursue a purpose and to impact others. That's great. And the more you have, conversely, the more that you can give back and help others, right? So I, I think conversely, it's, uh, or the opposite is, you know, it's kind of being selfish if you don't want more for yourself, because therefore you don't have anything to give back, right? Exactly. Exactly. That's, that's why I look at myself. Yeah, that's the best way of putting it. Absolutely. Yeah. And speaking of obsessed or be average, I wish I could show you the back of my laptop right now, but I have that sticker on my laptop from Grant Cardone, be obsessed or be average. So I carry it with me everywhere. I love that saying. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Would you consider yourself at this point obsessed? Uh, yes. Yes. Um, and, and, you know, I've, I've, that's the other thing is like, I've heard that throughout, uh, you know, you hear that type A personality, I'll say, like they always put you, want to put you in a bucket, right? Like you're type A, you just want more, you're never satisfied. And, um, you know, hearing Grant say, you're absolutely right, I'm never satisfied. I always want more and I always want to improve and you should too. It's just so refreshing as opposed to like us that want more are always like judged or criticized for it. And I've just kind of found this community in 10X of people that want more and push you and um, and even celebrate you for wanting more, right? So it's just been, uh, I found my people, I guess. That is awesome. And like Grant Cardone says and other people, you are the culmination of the five people that you hang around with. So do you want to hang around five losers or do you want to hang around five winners? Right. That's right. And it's, it's hard to find that a lot of times within your community. And as I, you know, as we mentioned at the beginning, I am, I am building this community of underrepresented uh, people. Right. So if you're a minority or if you're an immigrant or whatever it is, a woman, like, we're always the ones that are told to like sit down, just be grateful. Like you have more than anybody that um, that you know. And so I wanted to build this community, the Empire Academy of people that are winning and people that want more. So one of the first things we always start with are what are your wins, right? So instead of like when you go to a family barbecue feeling like you can't talk about your wins because you're you know gloating or whatever it is we celebrate those wins in our community and that's the first thing we do is what are people's wins what are you winning and we just celebrate each other that is fabulous i love that so much yeah i know that you help realtors in particular with their personal branding and on i was reading a little bit about you and you mentioned something about using human based branding what does that look yeah. like human centered design so that's so that's actually comes from my corporate background um what i focused on in corporate i've worked with companies like autodesk nike uh kellogg's like really big brands and if you think of a company like Apple, that is their center of their of their um, their ethos, right? It's human-centered design. 
So human-centered design focuses not necessarily on the bottom line or not on anything else except the human experience. Like, what does it look like when you, from before you walk into the store till when you're in the store and when you leave the store? So you think of that, of, um, they focus on the entire customer journey. And that's really important because some people just focus on like, okay, I'm going to just think about what, it ha what happens when they sign the contract. But you need to focus on where's their mindset at before they even get to you and what's going to happen afterwards. And that's really important even in realtors, right? What happens before they get to you? Um, some people work with expireds, for example. You have to put yourself in their shoes on what was their experience with their previous realtors, right? What was their experience? Why is it expired up until afterwards where you can get that referral, right? And keep growing your business that way. So that's, that's it. That is so good and refreshing. I never really thought about the branding in terms of being an overall experience before and through and then after and like thinking about Apple, you know, I, I could think about my experience, you know, what I thought. And then when I opened up the package, the beautiful packaging, and then I have a love hate relationship with Apple, by the way, I'm like, I love the fact that they're so cool. And but it, it drives me crazy that they're so proprietary, that they don't always play nicely with like Windows and desktop computers and Androids. And so but anyway, we could talk all day long about that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that that's definitely true. Um, and one of the reasons is because if you are in their ecosystem, everything is beautiful. Once you step out of it, right, it's not. But if you have an iPad and a, an iPhone and a Mac and, you know, the AirPods, your, your experience is seamless and it's beautiful. Absolutely. There's a lot of love-hate because as soon as you step out of that, right, it's very convoluted. But not a lot of other products can say the same thing of that beautiful synced experience across their devices. Yeah. Wouldn't that be amazing? I, I'm a realtor. I don't know if you knew that or not, but to be able to create that seamless experience for all of my clients. And like, I feel like we have a, a pretty good team. We have a pretty good system rolling, but like being able to tweak it just a little bit, maybe more than a little bit to deliver that sort of Apple experience that you're talking about. That would be so amazing. Yeah. And ultimately that's, what's going to set you apart, right? If you are, if you position yourself as the guide, right? The answer to their problems. And what, what does that mean? That means you have to remove as many problems from them as possible. So if you're thinking of their overall journey, like I said, from before they get to you to like the process of filling everything out, the process, if you position yourself as someone that's going to remove the friction of working with a lender and their inspector and all of that. If you think of their overall customer journey, you're going to position yourself way above any other realtor, right? Absolutely. So we, my team, we do specialize in doing lease options or per lease purchase options here in the Phoenix metro market. And been doing that since 2006. 17 since I got my real estate license 
And so our business model is a little bit unique. We help renters get into homes with the option to buy it at some point in time. Our biggest customer right now is Blackstone, which is the largest private equity firm in the world. I'm sure you've heard of them. I'm not sure who hasn't heard of them. But um, yeah, being able, I would definitely love to touch base with you after our stream yard, after our podcast and find out how you might be able to help me tweak my my um, business right now. I wanted to know, do you work with realtors all over the United States or just in your local area? Yeah, uh, we work with realtors all over the United States right now. Um, so the Empire Academy is it's, it's uh, in its very early stages. We're kind of building out all the pieces as we go along, just as you would, you know, your customer journey. One of the first things we've identified is helping realtors um, in their conversations. Another piece is personal branding. So we're um, expanding across that to make sure that they have a seamless experience and they know how to provide that seamless experience. But yeah, we work with uh, the process is the same, whether you live in California, Florida, New York. Right. So um, we work with all realtors everywhere. Okay, awesome. And then what would you say would be the biggest struggle that most realtors are having right now? Like, what is the one biggest complaint that you hear right now? I think the biggest thing is that they have to work harder than they had in the past couple of years, right? <laughs> in the past couple of years, I think uh, realtors had it very easy with interest rates being so low. Um, they were essentially just order takers. And now that it's... Uh, becoming a little more difficult, um, you know, they're having to put in that extra work and having to figure out what is that extra work, right? What, what should they do to set themselves apart from everybody else right now? Yeah, absolutely. Now, when you're helping realtors with their personal branding, their overall branding, um, do you actually do their social media stuff as well, their branding, or do you like have somebody to help you? I was just curious. Yeah, so we consult. Uh, we do not. We're not at the point. That's something that I've got in um, on the back burner. But we don't actually like do the posting for you and all that. But we do consult on. Okay, what does your profile look like? What should you be talking about? Um, just making sure that you're getting your message out there. We do have a. We just started actually what we are calling an influencer package, where we help you grow your brand. Um, but that's all, it's all a little hush hush for some of our members. Only. Oh. <laughs> um, but we will be expanding that, expanding that and rolling that out a little bit further. Okay. That is awesome. Now, how long have you been at, let's just say self-employed? I know that you used to work with, or have you always been self-employed? I know that you mentioned you worked with Nike and some other big companies. Um, so like, tell me about your journey. Yeah. So, I mean, fresh out of, I was lucky enough. I had a job offer before I even left college, which was really bad for my senioritis. But um, I, yeah, so I went from intern to full time at Autodesk um, and then kind of just worked in the corporate space there for a while. During COVID, I ended up moving to Mexico and just traveling around. And this is while I was still working for Nike, but I loved it so much that I decided I wasn't going back. So I started um, I started my marketing agency at the same time, still consulting for Nike uh, on a brand basis. Actually, I started um, helping them internally uh, brand their projects. So 
um, to explain it, I guess the best way I can explain it, even within Nike, they have to sell their projects, right? They have to sell it to the higher up. You have to show that your project is working. So I was helping internally brand projects that started, that evolved into the marketing agency, helping companies brand themselves as well as lead generate. Um, so to answer that question, basically like it's the start of COVID, it was like, 2019, 2020 is when I really started uh, on this journey and uh, it's just been growing ever since. That's amazing. Now, how does somebody find out about your services and check out some of your marketing that you've done? Yes, if you go to, actually, if you go to maritzagarcia.info, you'll see just kind of a general landing page where you can schedule some time. Uh, my, the name of my marketing agency is Zippy Digital. X-I-P-P-I digital.com. Um, but yeah, mostly just reach out to me on Instagram. Um, that's the easiest way to get a hold of me. Okay. I'm going to scroll your Instagram and it's at maritza.garcia double underscore and at underscore empire.academy underscore. So Go to both of those Instagram pages, follow Maritza, check her work out. She's amazing. But I want to talk a little bit more about the whole 10X. I'm pretty sure that you and I probably met at one of the 10X events at some point in time. There's like, there's been so many of them, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I very much have drank the Kool-Aid. Um, I actually moved <laughs> back to the U.S. because of 10X. Uh, I don't know if you knew that. No. Uh, we met at 10X Ladies. I think that's what I want. Yes. But um, yeah, so I, I mean, I, I got reintroduced to Grant when I became an entrepreneur. I had read, the, you know, Be Obsessed or Be Average. That actually got me, I'll say like that one, between that one or Sell and Be Sold actually got me to get out of my comfort zone and apply for the job at Nike and go for, like really go for it. Um, and then when I decided to become an entrepreneur, that's when I dove back into 10X. Um, so I moved to Florida because I bought a bunch of workshops. And so I was going to essentially be here every other week. And so I was like, I guess I have to go back to the U.S. And I moved to Florida and I've been here for about a year and a few months now. I love it. I just love the whole culture behind the 10x and grant cardone you either love him or you hate him like there's there's no really in between from people that i've talked to oh i hate that guy oh i love that guy <laughs> yeah i know i mean i feel like even the people that hate him and he says this, this himself is like they can hate me all they want but they still have some sort of respect for me because they know that you know whatever i say i'm gonna do i'm gonna i'm gonna get it done <laughs> Yeah, I, I love that you are walking in his footsteps, so to speak, and the fact that you're licensed to use all of his material. My husband is Grant Cardone, a licensee as well. So that's super exciting. And there's just so many amazing tools and resources available for you to help the community, the underserved community, realtors and like pretty much anybody that you want to help. Right. Um, so just so amazing. I know that there's been like hundreds and hundreds of hours and like real life experience put into all of that. So it's really good, valuable stuff. I love it. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, uh, I think it, 
I forget how many hours of video I had to watch just to get certified, but it's quite a process to get certified, right? And um, I first went through all the workshops, made it, made it work within my business before I felt comfortable, you know, sharing that or trying to teach other people about it. Yeah, I remember when my husband was going through it and like like you said, there were a lot of videos to watch and we went down to Mexico in Rosarito and just like holed up in our condo and he literally watched those videos from like eight in the morning until six o'clock at night, like five days a week. It was crazy intense. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, I'm lucky enough that I had already gone through a lot of the material. So seeing it from like that different perspective, every every time you watch it again, it you know, you learn something new. But yes, it's it's a lot. <laughs> well, I am I am personally very proud of you. Not saying that to be condescending in any way, but good job. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, you're welcome. Maritza, is there anything that you would like to throw out there before we end our podcast today? I, I'll just say this, a little bit of a free advice is, you know, personal branding, um, people always overthink it. And I think it's called personal branding because you want to give your, like, show who you are and uh, differentiate yourself from everybody else. Um, one thing that I've been hearing from the realtors in our academy as well, I'm not getting leads from my social media or I'm not doing this. I'll say that social media is kind of like your resume nowadays. If you might not be getting leads from it, but if you think that people aren't looking, you're mistaken. The first thing that people are going to do when they're considering working with you is Googling you, right? And so I'll like, what are they going to find when they Google you? Is it nothing? Is it you at the club every weekend? Is it, you know, you partying or is it a professional profile that's an expert in their business? So um, I really think that social media is the way to go. It's a one to many nowadays and it's, it's required. Yeah. Good advice. I love it. And yeah, I, I imagine a lot of people that you talk to and a lot of people I talk to as well, they, you know, as you alluded to, they're like comparing themselves to others. Like, well, my social media doesn't look as good as theirs, or I want to do it like this, or I want to do it like that. And like you said, no, it's your personal branding. It's supposed to be personal to you, not compare yourself to somebody else, right? Exactly. And if you're doing it like someone else, then you're you're just someone else. The whole point is to set yourself apart. Um, uh, like I said, we had a couple of members where one of them's really high energy and they were telling the other person, you need to be high energy. You're too calm. And it's like, no, that's them. They're going to connect with someone else that's calm and they need that, right? They're going to connect with that person. That person's going to connect with them, not you, because you might be too much for them. So let them just be themselves on social media and they'll connect with the audience that, um, that relates to that, right? That, that is so funny. I was just thinking about um, something that my husband said about me. He's like, he's made the comment about like, don't be such a cheerleader. Cause sometimes I get very excited and like very upbeat. And then I'm like, okay, some people I talk to that might not necessarily be their style and that might turn them off. I'm like, that's okay. They're, they're just not my people. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. At the end of the day, you want to work with people that are like you. And I always say people do business with people they like, know, and trust. Right. 
Um, so if they get to know you a little bit on social media, if they get to like you, then they're more likely to trust you and do business with you. Absolutely. Amen, sister. Well, thank you so much for the interview. It's been great. And please feel free to uh, do an audit on my social media. <laughs> Absolutely. I'll send something over. Awesome. Thanks, Maritza. Have a great day. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. Bye.